Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Talking USMLE podcast. My name is Dr. Paul. In today's episode, I'm going to tackle something super important, which is the proper way to use NBME exams to absolutely crush your step one, your step two, or your step three exams. It's really important that you know when to use NBMEs and how to use NBMEs. So in today's episode, I'm gonna break it all down so that you have 100% confidence that when you use NBMEs in your exam prep, you'll be doing it the right way. Let's not waste any more time. Let's dive into today's episode. In today's video, we're going to talk about what I call the golden triad of USMLE prep and why you should only need three NBME exams to get to the point you are now to the point where you should absolutely crush your exam. And I'm going to show you exactly what steps to take in this video. But before we start, what is the purpose of an NBME exam? A lot of students make a lot of mistakes with their NBME exams. The NBMEs have one main purpose. Actually, two, I would say. One is to identify where you are at currently, meaning what are you approximately going to score? That's what everyone is really, really worried about. Am I going to pass? Am I going to do as well as I want? But the second thing it does is it helps you to identify your weakest areas, right? When you take that NBME, you get weaknesses, you get average or borderlines, and then you get strengths. So two things, where you're at and what you need to work on. This is super important. Now, before I go any further, I want to throw up a question that a lot of students always ask, which is, should I go through my NBME and dissect all the questions and figure out uh, you know, what the right answer is and, and all that? Here's why I recommend that you don't do that, because think about it. The NBME uh, exams are questions pulled from actual, from their, from their question bank. But the odds that you're going to re-see one of those questions is so small that you're better off just identifying your weakest areas. So micro, anatomy, physio, farm, cardio, you're better off just identifying your weaknesses as a whole as opposed to going through and dissecting everything. Because once you've identified your weaknesses, then you're going to go and you're going to actually improve those. Let's say there's a question on murmurs. Okay, you can go through and dissect it. Maybe you'll learn a little bit. But as part of the uh, identification that cardio is a weakness, you're going to go through all of cardio, meaning you're going to figure out where you're weak, and then you're going to go do that work to improve the whole topic. If you take, let's say, and it takes a lot of students a long time to get through an entire NBME, let's say it takes you a week. You go through every question, you do your research, figure out what's right, what's wrong, etc. That time spent, you might learn, let's say, one thing about cardio, but if you had skipped that and just gone into doing a more detailed, thorough review, you would have gotten a lot of, a lot of uh, information into your head, a lot mastered, a lot of work done, as opposed to just going through questions. So it's not that going through questions in your NBME is a bad thing. It's just asking yourself, what's a better use of my time? And ultimately, time is your most valuable asset, not only in life, but on your exams, in your exam prep, in med school. You can't get time back, but how you spend your time now will determine what your future looks like. So going through NBMEs can take a long time. It's a daunting process. So I recommend you do this. A, identify where you're at. B, identify your weaknesses, write them out. Then we go in 
to our actual strategy. So I'm, I've got a strategy here that I am going to put up on the, on the um, video here that I want to share with you. Now, it's important that you understand that everybody's at a different place in their prep, but as, as a whole and as a rule, if you follow this strategy, this is a three-step strategy, if you follow it again and again, eventually what's going to happen is you're going to notice that your strengths remain strong, your average borderline and your weaknesses slowly get better, and then every NBME you take from that point on gets better and better until you get to that third, which should be absolutely outstanding. So let's now dive into the exact three-step strategy that will take you from where you are today to scoring to your absolute highest potential on exam day. So when you're first starting your prep, a lot of students make the mistake of doing NBME first. Now, you can do this. That's not a bad thing, but it depends where you're at. So there's, there's two students, and I want you to, as you're listening to me talk here, identify whether you're student A or you're student B. Student A has just finished their basic sciences. Everything's fresh. Maybe they took an exit exam uh, that their school made them take, so they know they've been studying hard to learn this material. That's student A. Student B has been out of school for six plus months. They, maybe they uh, got married, they started a family, they started a job, whatever it is. Student B has been out of school for a long time, and the information that they need to know to do well on step one is not at all fresh. If you're student A, you can take an NBME now. The goal of the NBME is to help you to identify where you're at and what your biggest weaknesses are. Now, if you're student A, you've been studying, so everything should be, in theory, fresh and strong. Student B has been out of school or, or out of the field for a while. I can guarantee you most things are going to be weak. Very few things are going to be strong. So. Student B should not take an NBME now. And, and I get this question all the time. I actually wrote it down here. One of the most common questions with NBME is, I've been out of school for two years or five years. Should I just take an NBME to see where I'm at? I know where you're at. You're at the very bottom. And that's okay. I'm not putting you down. Nothing wrong with that. But if you've been out of, of the basic sciences for any amount of time and you're about to start your prep, an NBME is going to tell you what I'm going to tell you right now. You need to work on everything. There's no way that you've been out of school for five years and 75% of the topics that you need to know for your exam are strong. They're just not going to be because there's so much to know that if you're not fresh out of it or in the middle of it, you're not going to know that stuff. So the reason why I don't want you to take an NBME now is because NBMEs are a finite resource. You don't have an unlimited amount. So what you want to do is make sure you preserve them and, and hold on to them without using them until you can use them and actually get maximum benefits. A lot of students also screw up when they study for a month or two, do half of the information, and they say, I'm gonna take an assessment, I want an NBME, I wanna see where I'm at. But an NBME tells you where you're at based on knowing everything. Why would you study half the topics and then take an NBME? Because here's what happens 99% of the time. Students of ours say, I've been studying, um, I've done about half the stuff, I want to take an NBME, Sarah Matt. We say, please don't, because if the NBME is testing everything and you've only studied half, what do you think is going to happen? Well, I don't know. I just want to see. This is a really bad idea because what's going to happen is you're not going to score to where you want and you shouldn't expect to because at the end of the day, you haven't studied everything. So if you've only done half the work and you're being assessed on 100% of the information, 
What do you expect? A 240, 250? No, what happens is you do a lot poorer than you thought. And the reason why is because half of that exam is stuff you haven't touched. You're not expected to get it correct. Also, the half of the stuff you have studied, you're not gonna be 100% on that. So the stuff you haven't touched, you do very poorly in. The stuff you have touched, you do okay in. Maybe you do very well. But even if you get 100%, you still get the other half of the exam probably wrong. And chances are that the half you've studied, there's gonna be weaknesses. That's why we don't recommend taking an NBME until you've thoroughly dove into the information and you have a solid grasp and confidence that you can do well. So student A, student B, which one are you? If you're student A, take your NBME now and then we will identify weaknesses, work to improve them, and then assess ourselves again. So what you're seeing here is basically this circle that I like to teach students, use this circle. So at the top you have identify weaknesses. Now, if you're student B, what you need to do first is do a deep dive into how to prepare for your exam. So how do you, if you are out of school for a while, prepare for your exam? And I will uh, link to a video later, and at the end I'll link to a video that'll show you what you can do if you've been out for quite some time to dive in. But NBMEs at this point are not ready for you, nor are you ready for them. But let's say student A or student B, you're all in the same spot. You know your stuff, you feel strong, confident, you've worked hard in school or you've been out of school but you've been studying for months and months and months, you feel good. So now's the time to take an NBME. NBME number one, you're not gonna do phenomenal. It just doesn't really happen. And if you do, that's awesome, I'm happy for you. But chances are the majority of students, they're gonna study hard, take their first NBME, and they're gonna maybe do okay, maybe they'll do well, but you will always have weaknesses. So you take that NBME and you identify weaknesses, okay? Then you need to work hard to improve them. Now, when I say work hard, I don't mean just review what you did poorly on in the first aid. So if you did poorly in anatomy, physio, farm, uh, certain subsections of path, do not open your first aid and read more. Why? Because chances are you've already done that. When you identify a weakness, you've done UWorld questions, maybe you've done AMBOSS or another question bank, you've read through first aid, you're still weak. So what makes you think that going back to the, the things you use to prepare that force you to still be weak, what makes you think going back to them now is gonna make any difference? That's the key. When you identify weaknesses, get resources that are more robust. The BRS books are, are at the top of my list there because they're not as detailed as a textbook, but they do go into enough detail that will help you master that information you need to know to do well on exam day. BRS books. If you're fresh out of school or you know you still have all your class notes, review those resources. Those are detailed as well. My point is, once you've identified weaknesses, those weaknesses are things that you need to do a deeper dive into. Once you've deep dived into all those weaknesses, maybe you spend three to five days per area of weakness, continue to uh, work every day to improve them, also review your strengths. Once you've done everything, not just half, but all the weaknesses that we've identified from NBME number one, then you've worked hard, now you take NBME number two. At this point, a good chunk of all the weaknesses that you had, if you deep dive the way I just recommended, if you've deep dive and you put in the work, a lot of those weaknesses on your second NBME are gone. The second NBME should be that point of, okay, I've just got a couple more things I need to tweak to get to where I need to be, right? NBME one, it's gonna give you a lot of weaknesses. You work hard to improve all those areas. NBME two, 
points out the remaining areas that you're probably just not good at that you need to spend more time. So what do you do at this point? You spend 75% of your day working on the weaknesses that even after NBME 1 and NBME 2 and working hard to improve those weaknesses are still there. Maybe you go even deeper because what you did before, of course, didn't work. We don't want to keep repeating the approach we took if it didn't work. So that second NBME, you've got a few things you need to tweak, improve upon, deep dive. Now, this should not take as long to deep dive into these weaknesses as it did after NBME 1 because there should be a lot fewer. Now, you let's say you had two weaknesses. Maybe it was physio, maybe it was anatomy. You put in a couple weeks, you really worked hard, you busted your butt to improve those weak areas. You also spent time every day reviewing your strengths. Now you take NBME 3. If you did your job correctly, NBME number three should A, be the score that you're probably going to get approximately on exam day because you've put in the proper amount of work to get to where you need to be. And it should hopefully give you a, a, a breakdown of weaknesses that is non-existent or at the very least, maybe there's just one or two small things. Maybe it's just something is borderline. That's okay because you want to take NBME number three at this point, get to this point a couple weeks before your exam that way, you know, okay, you might just say to yourself, I'm really weak in micro. I just don't do well. I can't remember this stuff. You take the last couple of weeks to work on things that you perceive as a problem and the things that the NBME number three tells you, you still need to work on. So take a couple of weeks, but remember you're scoring at this point where you need to be. So you're going to take your exam in a couple of weeks, spend that last couple of weeks though, picking up that first aid and working on those areas that, um, are weaknesses, but also going through everything so that everything stays fresh in your mind. So that's really all you need to do. Identify weaknesses, work on them, take another NBME. Don't forget, you do not take NBME number one until you've A, reviewed absolutely everything, and B, feel confident that you are, you've put enough energy into learning everything so that you can actually get the most out of that first NBME. Follow this cycle, guarantee you by that third NBME, you should be 99.9% .9 of the way there. And if you've got extra NBMEs after that, feel free to take one uh, or two, you know, a week or so before your exam, after you've worked on things from NBME number three. But those are just more of a, a reaffirmation to yourself that you're where you need to be with that score being fairly consistent from three, four, and five on. I know they're releasing more soon. If you're watching this later, they've already released new ones. We don't know how many there will be, but by the third, you should get to 99.9% .9 of where you need to be. From then on, it's just fine tuning and tweaking to get even better. Thank you all for listening. I hope you found that to be helpful. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at RealDrPaul, and you could follow Dr. Stavros at RealDrStavros. I hope you found this episode to be helpful. If you did, please don't forget to leave us a five-star rating and leave a review so we know if you're finding the show to be helpful. We thank you for listening to the show. We know that you could be anywhere right now, but you've decided to spend your time with us. And for that, we're forever grateful. Thank you all for stopping by. We'll see you on the next episode. Thank you.